I just want to scream in excitement. Welcome back, everybody. This is Let's Talk About Star Wars. This is episode 63. This is the episode where we get to talk about season 7, episode 9 of The Clone Wars. Old friends, not forgotten what I am referring to as the Clone Wars film, uh, part one of four. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Garrett Weinzerl. I am here excitedly with Jenny Josephson and Tom Merritt. Ah! The excitement will yeah. make you use adverbs. Yep. Yes. I am super excited. Uh, um, I am. Uh, uh, this is, I think, I think this might be my favorite Star Wars thing ever. Everybody, this might be wow. it. This might just wow. be the point where I hit maximum fan. <laughs> if this was a tachometer, I would have gone past red line. The needle has snapped off. Well, there, there's a few things that set you up for that. Uh, one is this episode's title card uh, was underscored by the Star Wars theme. Yeah. <laughs> right? The full-on Star Wars stuff. theme. It's- I actually had to go back and be like, wait, am I accidentally watching an er- a first episode of something? I had, I was- no, I had the same response. I was like... Did, did it start playing the right one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought, because uh, I've only watched it once because it's terrible, so I haven't rewatched it. But I thought I accidentally queued up the movie that started all of this. I was confused, but I was happy to be wrong. Yeah. And then uh, this is the first one of this season written solely by Dave Filoni. Uh, Filoni and Charles Murray wrote the Ahsoka Tano uh the spice series and Filoni pops in on the credits of the, of the first run with the, with the uh, clone troopers. But from here on out, it's just Filoni on the credits anyway. No. And it, it shows, it shows. Should we um, just deign to briefly discuss the previous episodes very quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka goes <laughs> to the same jail cell three times across three episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was an episode spread yeah. over three, right? Am I? Yeah. Is that unfair oh, to say? Like, uh, especially that middle one where it's like, wait, so this episode was we're in jail and then we do some things and then we end up in jail and none of those things really progress the storyline from what I could tell. Then what did I, I miss? Thought, yeah, that was the funny thing because I actually thought that episode was good and then they ended up back in jail and I was like, what? Like, that would be <laughs> a good episode if they'd ended up out of jail. Right. If they did progress the story, we're like, yeah. and then they moved on to the next. Yeah, right. Totally fine. They're, they're, and also, where are those chickies at? Like, they just are gone now? Good. Like, we invested so much in these ladies. Yeah, they're back they on Corsa. Just, you know. <laughs> they were just their... there to teach the main character a lesson and have no further. I have a feeling, and I, this brings yeah. us into talking about the episode we want to talk yeah, about yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. but there's a reference to her saying, I now understand what the Jedi do that's good or, or say, you know, the importance yeah. of what they could do there. The Ahsoka makes some reference to, I've just learned something recently that changed my perspective on the Jedi. I think that's what that storyline is for is yeah. to, and we'll probably see that pay off more in, in more future episodes. Okay. It was also okay. a lead up into rediscovering like how, far Maul's influence over Mandalore has progressed. It's just that I feel like they buried that in like the final five minutes of the previous yeah. episode. Right. Whereas I, if that had been more, you know, scattered across the last arc, it would have worked better for me. But uh, like, I'm also so stoked about episode nine. I don't want to sit yeah, here and armchair write the last, uh, the last eight episodes, frankly, which just did not thrill me. They were there. They happened. They were there. They, they had their moments, you know, they weren't useless, but not anything close to what we wanted, which is what episode nine feels like. Yes. Yes. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring I, it on. 
I'm just over the moon with this 30 minutes of Star Wars. I, I all the moons, all of them, every what, yeah. however many moons Mandalore sense. has, I'm over all of them. Where would you like to begin? I um, could I begin with the undying uh, admiration of a absolutely like hopelessly in love episode three fanboy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, because okay. in the opening five minutes of this, I think I yelled in excitement at my television at like five different points, and it was all because of my inner episode three fans, starting with the like super cut of watching all of the Jedi fly to the planets that they're about to die you, on. You, you know where they're, yeah, where their fate's headed. That was pretty good, I, I'm going to admit. As, as a non-fan of the prequels, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and also like weirdly, I don't think you, just to say... I think episode three is a great movie. Like, it, it, like there are still some clunker clunker teenies in there, but like as a movie, it works. So you don't have to apologize for yeah. three. It, it, it requires the least head re-editing when I watch it. Yes. Yes. There's um, there's parts specifically at the very end that are problematic and everyone makes fun of it. And I agree. I also yeah. don't care. I love episode three. Yeah. And uh, I will say that, like, that was the part that confused me in a good way where I was like, am I what am I? What? It, where's the fortune cookie? What am I watching? What's going on? And then I realized, oh, it's a movie like they're basically doing a, a three or four whatever. Four, yeah. four I, I have movie. a tinfoil yeah. hat theory. Yeah. Had this pandemic not happened, this mm. two hours would have been in th- in theaters for like a weekend as part of a Fathom events. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That, that feels right. It really does. Totally cut differently. It's not cut like a TV show. I, I'm, I'm hoping that somehow, somewhere uh, at when this pandemic is over, they end up doing a Fathom events for this because I want to go watch this in a theater with fans. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm okay to go a little play by play here because I'm absolutely okay going play by play here. <laughs> all right. First of all, have we heard of the planet Yavanna? Is that uh significant the planet they're on or is it just a planet? I think it's just a planet. Okay. I think so yeah. So there's good old B plus Obi-Wan Kenobi, general, <laughs> uh only because there wasn't anyone else to promote, just stolidly moving ahead on a bridge, trying not to get too many clones killed. He's super cool, but not that he doesn't want to be a general. And I I applaud that. Right. In a way, like Obi-Wan always being sort of like the best representation of what a Jedi could be. That guy doesn't want to be fighting a battle. That's he, not follows what he, wants to be the, he follows the rules. Yeah. He's oh. careful. Oh. Right. Yeah. And 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 Anakin is rebellious and doesn't follow the rules. And and so this is I loved that, you know, we see Obi-Wan, you know, middle age, I guess. Yeah. Uh and and we see that the Obi-Wan who's good and follows the rules isn't always a good thing. And the Anakin that's rebellious isn't always a bad thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my God. I mean, just the cockiness when when Anakin shows up, the level of cockiness that he has is so deeply consistent with where you see him at the start of episode three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, and, when they and come in. And, <laughs> and if we had had more of this Anakin, yeah. I feel like the fall of Anakin starts to make more sense. Right. Yeah. You need this. It feels I could have so, taken three more episodes of this. The I I almost I was like started to well up uh jumping ahead a bit when he leaves Ahsoka because you realize, oh yeah, he's off to fall. Uh-huh. That's it. This is the yeah. end for Anakin. This is his final moments uh as the hero. Yeah. yeah. If anything, I would have liked to the, have a seed 
of Darth Vader in their conversation, some minor disagreement that they both brush aside as, as unimportant, you know, that, uh, that's, that's just asking for icing on top of my icing though. Like it, it, was, it was such a, it was such a good, good point. You've already got a, a, a three layer cake. Like that. You want a four. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, okay. So then you've got just like Anakin Skywalker, just walking out on the bridge, like a bomb ass, Hero, uh, like and Luke got, Skywalker facing down all of the yes, walkers at the end of Last yes, Jedi, shot for yes, shot. Yes, and also like there was another thing of someone on a bridge that it struck me as very familiar. Now I just rewatched it; I can't remember, but like standing alone facing an army, there was another thing. I can't remember what it called back. Anyway, so then you've got a whole bunch of clones under the bridge uh waiting a signal wearing their little mandalorian-esque jetpacks which that's some cool framing like this feels like the first episodes that were framed recently like that were were storyboarded recently because mm-hmm. they have a, a depth and a fluidity and a in a sense of shots that i think even the 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 sisters on coruscant one didn't totally have the shots throughout all of this have been really good. I can't get over how good the lighting and the, the and the cinematography is across yeah. all of this. But this in terms of like Matching the, the action for, as a form of storytelling is film mm-hmm. quality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then just them flying all over the place and luring out the tactical droid and Anakin just dispatching him. You really got Anakin at the height of his last remaining powers of good it's really spectacular it, it kind of reminded me of vader in rogue one because that's when we see vader when things are going right for him like he's at the yep. top of his power his empire mm-hmm. the the death star is has just been finished and it works it hasn't just blown up he's not reeling in the in the loss of yavin like he is an empire in return of the jedi so yeah. it's like this felt like Anakin in his element. Like he is he has been through years of war. He knows exactly how to handle it. You know, and he has and and he that swagger. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he finds out he likes it. And also like there's that, you know, as tr- throughout all the Clone Wars and even a little bit in the opening of episode three, there's that part of his character where he like he is very good at stirring the hearts of his soldiers and he cares about his soldiers. He cares about the lives of the clones. Because you could tell, like, the clones were a little bored with Obi-Wan's half measures. And then as soon as Anakin comes out, they're like, oh, yeah, it's on. So they get called back up, right? They get called back up to the ship because they have a message from Fulcrum, which is super cool. And they think it's Saw Gerrera. And it's not. It is the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano as Fulcrum. Yep. That was a nice little, little, like, now someone who just watches Clone Wars in the future from start to finish will be, uh, like, really excited to hear Fulcrum in Rebels because they'll they'll already know who it is, right? They're like, oh, my God, that means it's Ahsoka. When are they going to find out it's Ahsoka? Like, I don't even think that spoils things. It just makes it more exciting. Yeah, that is very exciting. Then... They get the message and Ahsoka is definitely like the employee who left the company, who feels a little bit burnt by leaving the company, but is still trying to be professional because she wants to consult with the company. Like, but she is not having any of Anakin's beeswax. Not that, not that this applies to anyone no. else. In no. Near, near or far. In my life yeah. or me. Nope. Nope. Uh, but I really related to that. Right. And uh, <laughs> then she shows up on the ship. 
And Garrett, I know, I know how much this sent you. So please do take it from here. What's so important? You brought us all the way back here. Hello, Master. It's been a while. Uh, Ahsoka. The first thing that like it like uh, killed me was uh, Anakin's uh, facial expression when she calls in on the hollow. They're yeah. simple models and they got so much like emoting out of Anakin's model in that shot. But the whole scene between Bo-Katan, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Anakin, and I like that they give both of those time to breathe. Like it starts with Bo-Katan and Obi-Wan facing off and Maul's influence on Mandalore is destroying my people. He murdered their ruler, my sister. I thought she meant something to you. She did, and still does. But I cannot allow my feelings to cloud my judgment. The council will decide what our course of action will be. Just ice cold delivery of yep. invoking Satine's death uh, to Obi-Wan and and throwing it in his face as like the ultimate uh, example of his indecision and failure to act. Um, and him not taking the bait. Which no, I thought, which like, is amazing. I thought that was really good because I'm like, okay, so he's going to get frustrated and he didn't. He's like, well, no, he was like, he was older Obi-Wan for, yep. for that moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the difference between Anakin and Obi-Wan that I really like that is so um, unique to Clone Wars and not the prequel films because in the prequel films, it never deals with Obi-Wan having ever loved anyone. Uh-huh. Like having any mm-hmm. type of rom- romantic entanglements, but the Clone Wars, uh, what what makes what what it's such a unique part of the Clone Wars that I really love and has really given me the Anakin Obi Wan uh, relationship I wanted from the prequels, and it shows how, why Obi Wan is like just a stronger character than Obi than mm-hmm. Anakin because well, Obi Wan. Like this scene is essential in showing the growth of that from the the Obi Wan you get in the prequels to the Obi Wan we see in A New Hope. Yes, yep. it, it you can see through if you like watch all of the animated Clone Wars series, you can see how Obi Wan, if if things had just played out slightly different, he would have very could have very easily gone down the same path as Anakin, and mm-hmm. vice versa. And this scene like puts a cap on that entire beautiful sub arc, mm-hmm. uh, which is Obi Wan's reaction to Bo Katan's like again invoking her sister, is what Anakin cannot do it's what he fails it's his failure of character right it's why anakin becomes darth vader right exactly right there yeah yes like obi-wan straight up turns down what days from now will cause anakin's fall yeah 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 um so then of course uh that doesn't go well and anakin but anakin and ahsoka are still talking and they walk down the hallway and then you get the salute of the troops which i thought was just wonderful where feels they've all got her markings on their helmets which is amazing it's an amazing moment it's like it's a it's definitely an i it's like an i am spartacus moment uh that a lot of movies do so well virgie got insubordinate yeah 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 Yeah. that's what makes it yeah uh and then of course um he uh gives her well uh he tries to give her a box of things the things in the box she uh they get interrupted 
and then they all have like one last little spat, which I thought the dynamic was mirrored so nicely, which is Ahsoka's never ever really on the same page with Obi-Wan ever like that. That's their dynamic. It's like she and Anakin spar, but they really get along and they really mm-hmm. trust each other because they have that relationship. And it's like talking to your Jedi grandfather, like she respects Obi-Wan, but like they do not click. And so for them to have that dynamic, that three-way dynamic one last time, I thought was really lovely. Well, I mean, Obi-Wan voted for Palpatine and he defends him every time they have Thanksgiving dinner. And it's just right. hard for Ahsoka to understand. A little hard for her <laughs> oh to understand. Uh, <laughs> oh, when she said you're going uh, to when you're going you're going to for the Chancellor, it was just like, oh man, Obi-Wan is just getting smacked down this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they come up with a good solution, which is to make Rex a commander. Right. And then he Ahsoka's a consultant uh, who uh, has been given uh, what she wanted out of this deal. And uh, then she does get her lightsabers back. Now, uh, detail nerds, uh, clarify for me. Were those lightsabers the same color? No. Like, I'm confused. They were green the last time I saw them. They were green the last time I saw them. Okay. And and so Anakin improved the lightsabers. Also in the by the way, I, I think they're they're deciding screw it. Uh, we don't care about continuity because in the novel, uh, she They're mentions white. that they were green the last time she had them. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, because in the novel, they didn't know they were going to give them back to her in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that I, I am I'm personally on board with this uh, th- throwing continuity out the window because the idea of- also. People say things wrong sometimes. She's like, well, I don't mean the last time I had them. Yeah, I mean, the last, like the last yeah, time I was a Jedi and I yeah. had them. Yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly, the way it's framed in the book is a straight up flashback and it's not Ahsoka telling a story. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I have to. I want to reread that book when this whole arc is uh, when the Clone Wars is over because it's sitting right there on my I shelf am, and I keep looking at it like. Hmm. I'm very curious if we're going to get a very specific scene from that book in in this uh-huh. in these next few episodes. So uh-huh. here's here's one, the only actual problem I have, and it's it's not deadly at all, but they make a point of saying, well, if we go to Mandalore to try to get Darth Maul, that would violate the treaty. And in fact, when they get there, uh, Gar Saxon's like, this violates the treaty. How, how were they able to justify doing this at all? Like I once once you've justified it, I get like promoting Rex to commander and hiring Ahsoka as a consultant and all of that. But like they don't seem to have ever resolved the fact that you are actually committing a violation of the treaty to do this at all. And they never got sign off unless I missed it. I don't think they got sign off. I assumed that the treaty was more between the Jedi and the Mandalore than it was between the Republic and Mandalore. And so I, I just assumed Saxon was assuming Ahsoka was a. Jedi but you agent. still need Yoda to sign off on this, if that's the case. Even like, I, I don't know. I feel I felt like we needed one more like uh, hollow call with at least uh, I don't know with, well, like with Master Mace Windu, Windu or somebody yeah. to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, it's a special action that you're going yeah. after Darth Maul or whatever. Like that or, was again. Are you all taking deadly... a vacation? Wink, wink. You're all taking a vacation. Right, right. Wink, Plausible wink. deniability. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have that one tiny little piece. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm okay. It yeah. might still yeah. happen. Could still happen. Maybe. Could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what, you know, in the end they're saying is like, this isn't actually about Mandalore. This is about Darth Maul, you know, but. mm, Right, right. That's what I mean. It's not deadly to it. I'm like, there's all kinds of reasons they could give us. So I'm not 
fussed about like it would, they would never have gone in. Of course they would have gone in. So th- yeah. it doesn't undermine the, the plot. So this then gets to my literal favorite move moment of the whole thing. Like I love the ending. I love the dynamic stuff, but this was the moment and it has something to do with something that we're probably going to talk about uh, in an extra. <laughs> but uh, the moment where Ahsoka's like, I don't need a, you know, like a jetpack and just launches out of the craft and starts jumping from ship to ship and just being an unadulterated, totally adult Jedi kick ass chica. That was my moment of just like, like I was really happy. (laughs) This is rebels Ahsoka. Like when she shows up in rebels against the inquisitors and ignites her twin blades and we see their white for the first time, she throws down like, this is it. This is fully realized Ahsoka Tano and full control of her powers. Goodbye snips. You're Ahsoka. (laughs) Yeah. She is now, uh, by the way, uh, she is now snaps. Yeah. Cause she (laughs) snaps. It's amazing. Like, uh, I I just, and it reminds me of, uh, I will say a brief shout out Jedi fallen order of, uh, uh, now every time I see something like this, I'm like using my thumbs to, to make it happen. (laughs) It's it's actually so consistent. Like, uh, when I was watching these episodes, I was like, jump, jump, uh, lightsaber, lightsaber. Cause it, 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 I don't know. I just loved it. I just loved watching her confidently uh, learn everything that Anakin has taught her uh, and to be fearless in in the good way, but also uh, to have more control, I think, I think. And this is where the previous series does also contribute because we have the tension of her having to try to hide that she can do all this. And I think that contributed to the joy of her saying, oh, I don't need a jetpack and I don't need to hide this anymore. You're going to see the full power here. Yeah. And as annoying as some of the delay of those episodes were, it really was like delay, delay, delay. And then you get really great gratification. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just, I would have taken one last episode. Small <laughs> 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 I need in each. In or each introduce small one episode sooner and have a little bit more cloak and dagger mall going on. I would yeah, would have kept me more interested. For sure. Um, but yeah, this entire opening, this entire sequence of just like a, a, a like Ahsoka showing off uh, in her descent and like that hero shot when she lands and it explodes behind her. I, I've, I have seen so many heroes have explosions happen behind them, but this one like rocked me to my core. Yeah. And sticking her, uh, lightsabers right into stick the landing was like an extra nice touch. I really like that. Yep. Like to stop her momentum. It was incredible. And then for me, honestly, the episode after that, I was like, I don't care until Darth Maul showed up because I was like, Mandalore, Mandalore, Mandalore. It was <laughs> politics, politics. Actually, <laughs> I would like to. Politics, politics, politics. Yeah. I yes, would like to give out a shout has out. three names. I'd like to shout out the the bad guy Mandalorians. I like their new uh, Darth Maul livery. Uh, clearly, yeah. I like to think that they're a racing team with a new sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> that is very apt uh, because like it was just like, OK, yeah, we know this. We've seen this now in Clone Wars. We've seen it in Rebels. Like we we know we know. I was hoping for Kenobi. Why are you here? But then they get down in the tunnels 
And it gets awesome because like you're like, oh, big payoff with Darth Maul. And he's like, oh, I wanted someone else, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> oh, he's so menacing. It's so, so good. Just like. Rather hoped you'd be Kenobi. The thought of Maul not getting what he wanted and like in, in, it calls someone like he has clearly been just like on this planet for however long it's been since he took over. Just putting every piece he possibly could in place to lure Kenobi out of hiding. And then Ahsoka shows up. That's going to inform that later. Again, it's going to make that Rebels episode later even better. Yeah. Because you will have seen them miss each other another time, right? Because Kenobi even says, like, careful with Maul. (laughs) I killed him once. He doesn't like to stay dead. That also was a classic Obi-Wan line. (laughs) Yeah. So great. Him shrugging off, like, all the smack talk he just endured as well to, like, leave on one more quip. Yeah, like, I also killed this guy. So, like, stuff it. Um, So, yeah, okay. So that was awesome, and that's where they leave it. And so now we've got this great situation where it could go any number of ways. Now, how many episodes are left? Three. Well, I'm sorry, three. Yeah, there are are four in this sequence, and we've seen one. So So, And they're going to release the final episode early on May the 4th. Oh, that's right. Victory and death, the finale. May oh, the fourth God. be with you. So what are you guys uh, doing late on May the 4th? Talking to you. <laughs> Schedule it. Book it. Uh, uh, it is really crazy, though. Like, of course, I, it's a Monday. I'll <laughs> <laughs> call Brushwood. Um, so I, I, I am sad this is ending. Now, I wasn't sad before for mm-hmm. like eight episodes. And now I'm sad because have we now seen the last of we have the last of Anakin, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka together. They're not coming back from the thing they went off to do because right. they're now. We know Obi-Wan and Anakin don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming they don't take any side trips. No, they, they <laughs> mentioned uh, Coruscant being under attack. So this is it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're off to get into their respective uh, Jedi starfighters and go to the opening sequence of episode three. Right. And and that's what I mean. Like there's no side trips after that. Like once episode three starts. So we have a number of things that we could see with these last three episodes. One of which is, um, you know, there, there's going to be a resolution with Ahsoka and Maul, whatever that is. But didn't we hear that we might also see like a little bit parallel with the third movie? Uh, yeah, well, I, and and I think that this indicates that, right? If they're off to the beginning of episode three right now, it implies that these next three episodes could be happening in parallel. I, yeah. I, I foresee a scene where a clone tries to kill Ahsoka and Rex has to kill one of his own men. Yeah. Well, and the yeah. fact that Rex went off on this slightly unauthorized mission could also help explain his reaction to Order 66. Yeah. Wow, we're gonna get it all. Rex also had a. I know he. Yeah, he messed with his chip too, right? Yeah, that he because his that was one of his troopers that like went through that whole really dark arc on Camino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the uh, names of the final three episodes are the Phantom Apprentice. <laughs> oh. Get what? it? The Phantom oh, Menace, wow. the Phantom Apprentice. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I mean, Darth Maul is an apprentice, right? So Ahsoka could just be him. But right, are we going exactly. to duel the fates? I don't know. I think uh, we are. <laughs> uh, then shattered and Ugh. victory and death. Wow. Well, we we did. 
Ahsoka novel spoilers, we know Ahsoka fakes her own death. Yes. Uh, but we don't know. There's so much we don't. Oh, my God, I'm excited. I, I, and this is I really kind of in my heart wish they had released this whole damn thing as one movie. Because selfishly, so we could have watched it all. Yes, yeah. absolutely. 100 yeah. well, percent. It's, it's so good and it feels like a movie. Like, yeah, uh, this is no just just a, a, a flow and a quality to this that is noticeably a notch or 10 above your your standard Clone Wars episode. In fact, I'm going to want to watch all four yes. of these in a row at some point. I, yeah. Katie and I have already been talking. We, we think yeah. we're going to rewatch the, the three leading up to this and then the final one on the day that it premieres. Yep. Like, sit down and just do a two hour marathon session to kind of if you enjoy could time it. it. <laughs> yeah well we're east coast so no uh <laughs> <laughs> well, stay up man uh, it it is it, it it is good i'm glad they did this season i guess now i'm glad yes i was oh i'm very glad yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't sad they did the season uh i was just impatient for them to get to the good part and now we're at the good part it felt up until this point it felt like like a b-side album where it's like oh there's a there's a reason all this didn't make right, it on the main right. the, run. First, the first sequence particularly felt like oh this could have been anywhere like yeah. this doesn't feel like the final season yeah. the, the last sequence with ahsoka and and the 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 two I don't know how you describe those two two um, most unlikable not, characters i have experienced in the history <laughs> well, they're of not criminals but anyway, that that the middle sequence was just like, OK, well, this feels more like a final series sequence, but not particularly important. Right. right. And then now everything is super important. And on 20 on setting 20, although I'm, I'm curious if not having Anakin and Obi-Wan in these last three, assuming we don't, yeah. um, will how that will affect it going down. Yeah. So. And also is the Bad Batch coming back? I, yeah, the Bad Batch and um, what's the trooper uh, who was? Yeah, Echo. Um, Echo. Echo. Yeah, I, mean, he's part I of feel the Bad like Batch the, now. they both need to to show up. Like that that feels motivated, and even uh, the the two sisters. Yeah. Yeah, I can see an exit strategy that involves those two sisters. For I, sure. I think the two sisters are going to play into Ahsoka's uh, exile. Yeah. Um, but I don't, oh, I don't yeah, know about the Bad Batch because that those those the, that arc was something that was already written before uh, the like Disney took or took over Lucasfilm. So it's just um, one off. I think it was just kind of a standalone. I'm not going to be shocked if they don't show up, but I could absolutely see them being pinned down on Mandalore and needing assistance. And oh, who do they call Bad Batch? Yeah, the Bad Batch. That's fair because uh, Rex knows them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, yay. That was fun. It was. It was. I need more. It, yeah. Well, you're going to get more. Three more. But Thank that's it. God. Uh, I'm apprentice. I'm, start, I'm waiting now for the announcement of the next animated series. Like, mm. I'm just expecting. I know Filoni is extremely busy with The Mandalorian, uh, but this team, the team of animators that at this point, I feel like this is they are in the, the most top shape I've ever seen out of this team. Um, and this is even after watching resistance, which I think is one of the most beautifully animated things ever. Not even like, I don't want to give it the caveat of on TV resistance is gorgeous. Just period. Yeah. Um, but this, this, ah, the, the way it's shot and uh, just the animation, it's, it's so top notch. Like what is this team moving on to next? 
Yeah. Give us, give us something like the Mandalorian that is just out there somewhere. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's not in the main line because even though rebels and resistance were not in the main line, they were very clearly attached to the main line stories. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas where the Mandalorian does not have that attachment. It's it's pulling in p- little bits and pieces here and there, but it's its own story and its own world. And I, I I would love to see even more of that, like something even farther removed. Some, yeah. some outer rim series. Yeah, yeah. Or something in in um, it's possible it could be something in conjunction with Project Luminous or whatever that was all yep, about. Right, go old old republic ish, middle republic, I guess. Is that what and oldish? I wouldn't republic. be surprised <laughs> to see these characters, our rebels and our Clone War characters, to some extent, start showing up in The Mandalorian. Obviously, one of them is. Uh, I would imagine there might be more. Indeed, indeed. But I like you, Garrett. Uh, I like you, but I also am like you in that I am looking forward to another animated series. That'd be that'd be really cool. I can't wait to see what they do. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm just like hmm, we're here at the end. Where is the announcement? <laughs> here we are at the end of all things. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, well, wondrous. Um, well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we can't promise a day, but we're going to do our damn best to go week to week now until Clone Wars is complete. Um, uh, it's not that we couldn't get together. We all just together had not much to say about the previous arc. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah uh, we, we, we held these shows uh, on text message with each other and said, I got nothing to say. No, you either. Okay. And we didn't feel like that was worth recording. Uh, I yeah. straight up was complaining to you too. <laughs> well, I was, I was putting a nicer patentina on it, I guess. <laughs> I have been grumpy about up until now and now I am over the moon. Um, and I wonder if that was, I gotta, I, I wish I could have been on a fly, a fly on the wall. Like, do you think they were like, well, we could spread this awesome about across all the episodes, or we could have two hours of something that you want to see in the theater. And I, I, if that was it, like, I can't argue with it. Cause this is so good. Like I am just thrilled. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, I, I don't think that they thought the middle sequence was going to disappoint people. And I, rarely does, I, Jenny, I think you could attest to this. Rarely do writers write something and go, yeah, yeah. people are going to hate this. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of not the point. <laughs> uh, but, but I, I do, I do buy that this last four would have been some kind of special event, special release, uh, early look sort of thing. That makes perfect sense. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go, uh, we do want to thank those of you supporting us over at patreon.com slash let's talk about Star Wars. If you want to support this here podcast, that is the best way to do so. Uh, you can also write in to feedback at let's talk about Star Wars dot com. If you want to write in, you got a question or a topic you, you want to get our thoughts on uh, and around the table. Before we go, let's start with Tom Merritt this week. Tom, where can everybody find you if they are not already aware of your uh, your your media empire? Yeah, I have a new uh, novel out. If uh, folks are looking for something to read right now, it's a science fiction novel about a time traveler named Pilot X and his timeship Verity uh, trying to find coffee, pie, and save the universe. You can find it at tomsnewbook.com. Jenny Josephson. 
Would you believe I have the last of my company's podcasts coming out tomorrow? Um, it is, and I'm going to give you a sneak preview. It's already up. You could actually go to Spotify oh. or an Apple and follow it. It's a podcast called Tesser Well. It's a podcast about the creative works of the author Madeline Langle, who wrote A Wrinkle in Time and many, many other books. It's uh, hosted by her granddaughter, hmm. Charlotte uh, jones Voikless, who just does a beautiful job talking about a new short story collection that's going to be released on Tuesday. Uh, that really, I think, is very interesting. So if you at all uh, enjoyed those books and you want to see a different side of the author that uh, you like to go to Tesser Well, you could just look up the words T-E-S-S-E-R-W-E-L-L on your favorite podcatcher. It should be there. If it's not there, let me know. I may not have populated out to uh, some of the other podcatchers yet, but uh, it's on the big ones. And uh, check out on Twitter, J-E-N-N-I-E-J-23, and you get more information about it. But it's going to be very exciting. Nice. Folks, I'm Garrett Art on Twitter. This podcast and everything else I produce can be found over at amove.tv. A uh, lot of stuff happening in Hearthstone right now, so give give uh, go give the Angry Chicken a look if you like your card games in the digital form and uh, everything else over there. A lot of video game stuff. Check it out, amove.tv. Uh, thank you for watching or listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you for watching Clone Wars so that we got this final season. Thank you, everyone, whoever gave this show a rating. <laughs> so uh, we will be back very soon. We're very excited uh, about the Clone Wars here coming to an end. As sad as we are, that is ending. But until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. But especially with Ahsoka Tano. Always.